Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast, and happy July 4th weekend. My name is Patty, and I'm in Herbs to Your Health. Please come and visit us, 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue, Greensburg. Our phone number, if you would like to call, 724-836-7440. And our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. A gentleman who used to listen to my radio shows, which I did for 20 plus years, came in to ask if silver was appropriate for a six-week-old seven-pound baby. Of course, of course it is. You can give it to newborns, which I would call that a newborn six weeks old. Um, That's really, that's not all it can do. Uh, You know, silver is actually astonishing and miraculous, and there have been dozens of of tests and studies documenting the ability of silver to kill cancer cells and shrink cancerous tumors. Um, Not just one or two studies, but over 50 different studies on a wide variety of cancers. Not only that, but the Journal of Clinical Oncology, one of the top cancer journals in the world, has quietly published the first human trial conclusively documenting silver's ability to cure cancer in a human. Um, The cancer patient featured in the study had been deemed incurable by his cancer specialist and was sent home to die from metastatic head and neck cancers. He began using silver under the auspices of the doctors of the uh, University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center, and 18 months later, his cancer was deemed to be completely cured. So, um, many um, attempts, many other studies confirm that silver has been used as an anti-cancer agent and they have all turned up positive, have positive results. Silver kills cancer tumors better than chemotherapy with zero side effects, and that's what British researchers claim. Another prominent cancer researcher is so enthusiastic about using silver, he wrote, we have chosen silver because it has anti-cancer activity, but it's inherently non-toxic to normal tissues. Of course it is. It's completely non-toxic to everyone. It appears to kill cancer cells without harm to your normal cells. Another study demonstrated that silver was as effective as a prominent chemotherapy drug against cancer without all the nasty side effects. 13 different forms of cancer are linked to infectious microbes or parasites, and silver can eradicate them. It's kind of like the tip of the iceberg because they're finally figuring out 
that many forms of cancer are likely being caused by underlying infections and silver's well-known antimicrobial properties might just provide the perfect solution. The World Health Organization says that viruses, bacteria, and parasites emerge as the secret agents causing millions of cases of cancer each year. If the microbes in, invade the bloodstream, that means that seeds of your own destruction may be within your veins. How infections by fungal organ, organisms mimic, mimic many forms of disease, including cancer. Um, bacteria, I'm sorry, leukemia, which is blood cancer, is, um, silver is, it's no match for silver because silver's well-known antifungal properties make it the perfect nutritional adjunct, and I would say I would be drinking uh, a half a cup or a cup of chlorophyll a day along with it, <clears throat> but that's, that's a really great remedy for leukemia. Silver makes cells commit suicide without harming normal cells. Breast cancer. Um, <clears throat> 30 female patients confirmed by mammogram and biopsy were all cured of their cancers within just 19 days of treatment with silver. A man cured his own prostate cancer with by drinking silver then sent some to his cancer stricken brother who was also cured i mean the list goes on stomach cancer um, so why don't we just drink silver every single day and use the silver gel topically for your skin keeping your skin healthy <clears throat> Um, this was a testimonial from someone, not a customer here. It, this person was diagnosed with Hodgkin lymphoma. The oncologist gave him a 60, I think it's a man. I don't know if it's a man or a woman to tell you the truth. Gave the person a 60% chance that they were gonna be cured with chemotherapy and radiation. About halfway through the treatments, this person learned about silver, so started taking one ounce a day for the first week and then two ounces for the second week. And then they had a CAT scan done two months before finishing the treatments. The doctor said that the biggest tumor had not decreased in size, but um, it might get small enough for radiation treatments by the time they finished the chemo treatments. Anyway, um, the, this person started taking four ounces of silver in the morning and four ounces at night. And two months later, the doctor said, everything's gone. Everything's gone. You are now cancer free. So what can it hurt to drink silver? It is completely non-toxic. It just kills over 650 disease-causing microorganisms. 
Um, a 32-year-old young woman who had several miscarriages, I'm not sure how many, has lupus, um, wondered if she could have a successful pregnancy, you know, with a, a live baby at the end. Um, I would think so, but you have to heal your gut first. Autoimmune disease pretty much comes from intestines with not enough good bacteria causing a leaky gut and over time undigested food particles leak into your bloodstream or they get to your joints or whatever but all those autoimmune diseases in my opinion can be traced to a leaky gut um, <clears throat> she said she took an antibiotic at least once a year since childhood really you know i wonder what people think is going to happen i guess they think antibiotics are, are harmless they really really aren't um <clears throat> you know if you're healthy you can focus on growing old without aging because perhaps you've taken supplements regularly um, if you don't take supplements regularly Maybe you had bacteria get into your blood and destroy a heart valve uh, and then go into your brain and cause strokes and then you're stuck with allopathic medicine. The best is prevention. That is the best we can do. Um, prevention of those things. You know, if, if you get an, an, like a sinus infection or a cold or flu, they're you know not terribly serious but we have to take care of them we have to take care of our bodies um, so what what should be part of the program well let me just say if you take a supplement program including herbs many herbs have antibacterial properties and we wouldn't even think of them as herbs with antibacterial properties one of them is cinnamon egyptians included cinnamon in their embalming mixtures i guess that's not a good selling point is it or maybe it is i don't know um, romans used to pay a lot of money for them for cinnamon it was first listed in the Tang Materia Medica, which was in the year 659. Um, that's the Chinese, one of the Chinese medical books. One of, another one is the Yellow Book. Um, it was one of the spices that spurred world exploration. Cinnamon helps calm down the stomach. It has both antifungal and antibacterial properties. It helps control other virulent actions by many microorganisms, including the one which causes botulism and staph, uh, a source of staph infections. It devastates the fungi that produces aflatoxin, a potent poison and carcinogen. It suppresses E. coli in candida so you wouldn't even think that cinnamon had antibacterial or it's, you know, all the plants kind of have antibacterial properties. Golden seal is one that I think of all the time. Um, <clears throat> it's 
used for the treatment of congestion and chronic inflammation of the respiratory and the digestive tracts, um, gastritis, enteritis, any kind of um, bacteria. Berberine is a constituent of golden seal and berberine is, was, there was a big article about how berberine is the new ozempic. <clears throat> Again, stupid drug for um, diabetes, but peep, and you inject it and into your stomach or something, I don't know. And uh, people are using it for weight loss. <clears throat> it's an antiseptic. It uh, reduces sugar in the blood. It reduces swelling. It strengthens the immune system through its antibiotic and antibacterial properties. So I would say take an herb program. And then if you do catch something, you just increase all the uh, antiviral, antibacterial things. You know, maybe you just drink a little bit of silver every day and now you're gonna drink a lot of silver if you're trying to accomplish something. Omega-3 essential fatty acids. We all need them, hardly anyone has enough. Uh, an optimal intake of omegas is associated with 25% better stress protection, 10% less depression. Um, I don't have a percent, but it's better sleep quality and increased psychological well-being. It's crucial for mental health. Every cell in our body is surrounded by a cell membrane composed mainly of fatty acids. The cell membrane allows the proper amounts of necessary nutrients to enter the cell and ensures that waste products are quickly removed from the cell. To perform these functions optimally, the cell membrane must maintain its integrity and fluidity. Cells without a healthy membrane lose their ability to hold water and vital nutrients they lose their ability to communicate with other cells. And cell-to-cell -cell communication is one of the physiological events that leads to the growth of cancerous tumors. You see, as if you keep studying, you find out that everything is connected. And so you go right back to, I'm gonna go in the kitchen and take my supplements after being in the kitchen cooking the meals. So the kitchen, really great place if you're trying to grow old without aging. I wouldn't try to avoid the kitchen. Because cell membranes are made up of fat, the integrity and fluidity of our cell membranes is determined by the type of fats we eat. Saturated fats are solid at room temperature while omega-3 fats are liquid at room temperature. And if you have large amounts of saturated or hydrogenated fats in your diet, you're going to have M&M um, cell membranes. They're hard shells. They lack flu fluidity. On the other hand, diets rich in omega-3 fats produce cell membranes with a high degree of fluidity. And <clears throat> omegas are 
used in the prevention and or treatment of so many health conditions like autoimmune diseases, high blood pressure, eczema, diabetes, depression, uh, of course, cancer, asthma, Alzheimer's, bipolar disorder, any kind of skin condition. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so the sources are um, fish, salmon, and I wouldn't be so quick to um, eat salmon. Somebody just told me that you can't find the the free, what is that called? The wild salmon, deep ocean fish, wild salmon. All you can find is the farm raised and you don't wanna eat that stuff. Um, <clears throat> you know what else it helps your skin? One of the first things you see about someone is their skin, <clears throat> excuse me, and from the appearance of the skin you can tell uh, if they take supplements or not, or they drink enough water or not, or they eat a high-fat diet or not. Um, it's, you know, back in the 70s, people said, you know, if you eat fat, it's going to turn into fat on your body. So don't eat fat, because who wants to have excess fat on their body? I don't know of any people, unless you are all skin and bones and you say yes I can use some um, anyway that's false information so if you're still believing stuff you learned in the 70s do a little research <clears throat> eating a low-fat diet causes dry dull flaky skin that leads to wrinkles sag sagging and you know ghastly looking so when you add fats to your diet, you have a lot more energy and then your skin will look younger. In Japan, researchers examined the faces of 716 women and you know, they look young to begin with. Um, but those who had more, ate more fat had much better skin elasticity. Women who ate more saturated fats had fewer wrinkles. A French study examined almost 3,000 people. Those eating more fat had a much lower risk of skin damage from the sun. And United States researchers examined skin aging in 4,025 women. Those who ate more than just one healthy fat had a lower risk of developing dry, wrinkled, or sagging skin. So, you know, once you get into your 70s, every day you look in the mirror, you say this is as good as it's going to get, or you um, find ways to grow old without aging. So you can do that if you're basically healthy. If you're not basically healthy, you have to, you know, manage your disease labels that people have given you. So... Um, I think that's rude to put disease labels on people. I think it's it's um, fear, you know, they, they slap some fear onto you and then when you are acting out of fear, you'll do whatever somebody tells you to do. Uh, that's proven. And if you think about it, it's 100% true. DHA and EPA 
rejuvenate your skin in three ways. First of all, they fight wrinkles by protecting the skin barrier. It increases skin hydration, guards against sun damage. Um, you know, we, 20 minutes of sun every day is good for you, um, but too much sun causes photo aging at the DNA level. DHA and EPA reduce your skin sensitivity to UV rays. Uh, I think krill oil does a great job. And it also, the third thing it does is helps protect the gut-skin axis. So if you have a diet high in processed food that alters your gut microbiome, causing a leaky gut. Um, the lining is the protective barrier that acts like a gatekeeper. And when the gatekeeper is weak, bad bacteria and their toxic byproducts enter the bloodstream in your skin and that's not a good thing. Um, omegas increase a good bacteria that produce short chain fatty acids. And they're very protective molecules that strengthen the gut lining and keep toxins away from your skin. Omega-3 fats are the building blocks of healthy cell membranes. So, um, you know, if you're not a, an animal flesh uh, meat eater, it's why, like wild salmon, if you are, try to find it. But other uh, good, or beef, if you want to eat really good grass-fed beef. How about um, eggs, olive oil, walnuts, avocados, and co coconut oil, and then krill oil. The DHA in krill oil can penetrate into nearly every cell of the body. It is um, very... Um, very good to take krill oil every day. And I was just thinking that the omegas are also very good for the heart and the circulatory system. So you see, you think you're taking it for one thing and it ends up doing other good things for you. <clears throat> um, Omega-3 deficiency was recently revealed as the sixth biggest killer of Americans. So increasing your omega-3 intake could very well be a life-saving strategy. Um, omega-3s are, you know, if you have arrhythmia, they, omegas prevent thrombosis, which is blood clots within blood vessels. Um, and they're, Omegas are anti-inflammatory. They improve endothelial function. Lower blood pressure, lower triglycerides. So, um, like I said, fish, uh, I, you know, industrial pollution has changed the landscape, turning most of the world's waters more or less toxic. And speaking of toxic water, did you get your municipal water report? Mine was in the mailbox yesterday. And, you know, when I open it, I always have high hopes that it's going to be zeros all the way down. Like, our water is free of 
all industrial pollutants and this and that and whatever. Uh, unfortunately, it isn't. So we have to have some kind of water filters for, for like your shower and your drinking water and the water you cook with. It's, I think that's uh, a given in 2023. But as I said um, about the omegas, EPA and DHA, my personal favorite is krill. Um, krill are animals. They're teeny, 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 tiny. And they're the largest biomass on the planet, far exceeding the amount of fish or any other animal, including humans, in the world. They're clearly the most sustainable source of omega-3 fats in the world. So even though I am not a, an animal flesh eater, I make an exception for krill. Um, the krill fat is... Um, far more easily absorbed. They also contain very powerful antioxidants called astaxanthin, which help protect the highly perishable DHA and EPA fats, thus protecting them and preserving them until they're consumed. And as it turns out, um, omegas are also good for bone health, along with um, weight-bearing, you know, uh, the E word, exercise, walking, walking is a good thing. Um, vitamin D3, of course, eating plenty of organic vegetables. Vitamin B12, vitamin K, which is also in krill oil. And what is harmful for the body and the bones is fluoride. Uh, our water sources do not have fluoride in them, or, or I mean the water plants don't add fluoride to the water. And I even read in the report that the people who live in Johnstown, th that was the last one to be taken out and that was like in two, 2017. Um, if you take any pharmaceutical drugs, like Prozac and osteoporosis drugs and inhaled steroids or painkillers, or did I say birth control pills? Those all are very damaging to the bones and the body. They just leach minerals out. And um, pop, soda pop, is very, very damaging and it depletes bones of calcium and I mean, you know, if, if you weigh a thousand pounds, I guess you might go for gastric bypass surgery, but anybody else, there's, you have some good habits. Now I say this because I don't weigh three or 400 pounds, um, but the people who do, I'm just saying if you get on a good habit of health, it's just what you get used to doing. You know, if you're used to taking your pharmaceuticals, that's what you're used to. It's gonna take a good three weeks, maybe even longer, to switch off of that routine and get into a new routine, which is I take supplements and I eat healthy food. 
Um, the journal Neurology reports a beneficial effect for higher red blood cell membrane levels of DHA on brain volume and memory. They say, the authors say, to our knowledge, no prior study has related red blood cell fatty acid composition to subclinical markers of future dementia. So you wanna keep dementia away from you? Well, first of all, don't drink alcohol. Uh, don't eat processed food, you know. You know what to do, you know what to not do. Um, but I say 80-20 or 90-10, 90% of the time eat what you're supposed to eat and then 10, or maybe let's go 80-20. Because after all, it is summer and it is ice cream season. So, 80% of the time, we eat what we're supposed to eat, what we know is healthy and good for the body and sustaining for the body and will help us grow old without aging. And then 20% of the time, we, um, life is short, so eat dessert first. So you don't feel like you're being deprived, right? It's, it's more, much more sustainable. Um, DHA reduces the risk of blood clots and it just really benefits the vascular system which helps delay the onset of brain aging. Our industrial age foods deplete DHA so um, DHA and EPA super omega krill you could take DHA by itself. It's just like a standalone, add that to it. Um, it's the single most important thing that you can do to prevent the effects of accelerated aging, which is, uh, you know, it reduces inflammation. Chronic inflammation is the number one cause of accelerated aging and the diseases related to it which are all of them, I think, all of the um, diseases. So when you have excessive omega-6 fatty acids, that causes inflammation, and the omega-6s are in processed foods, like if you go through the drive-through. Um, there's one, uh, one chain and we have two of them that I pass in Greensburg. And the one was under construction, so no cars, so it's back up and running. And now it has three um, lanes for the drive-through. And if you drive past at any time of the day, it's not even a meal time, all three of the lanes are full. Now the other one is under construction and I wonder how many lanes they're gonna put in that one. Anyway, it's not good to eat that food. If you, you know, sometimes if you enjoy it, but ooh. Um, <clears throat> so most fish oils don't have enough DHA. So that's why I take extra DHA, but I'm sure that krill and super omega are, are good, but it doesn't hurt to take more. Your body knows what to do with it. Um, DHA lowers 
pro-inflammatory proteins. It lowers white blood cell secretion of other pro-inflammatory proteins. Um, so if you want to reduce the inflammation that causes premature aging, it's impossible to get what we need from our food, so we have to supplement. And um, believe it or not, omegas actually boost collagen and elastin for the skin. So protect and repair your skin and your body from the inside out. I think that's a really good idea, and I wish you all a... Happy Independence Day, and let's have independence from stress, which is my personal goal, and independence from controlling people or people who stress you out. Um, okay, I'll get off of that line of thinking, um, but just joy and enjoying the sunshine and be with people you want to be with. I guess that's a good idea. Thank you so much. Hopefully I will be back with you next week. And once again, happy Independence Day. Bye.